This is the Pick 8 Podcast. Uh, my name is Smitty, coming to you from the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm happy to have my friend Melinda with me today. Uh, Melinda is actually from Boise, Idaho. He's in town visiting friends. There was an episode, I think with John, where we mentioned you should send postcards instead of texts in 2019. And you actually did it. <laughs> I did. I got, I got a postcard from you. So, bravo to you. Yeah. Like I said, you're the second biggest fan of the podcast. <laughs> Great. Yeah. What a claim to fame. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, any intro you want to give of yourself? Or did I kind of cover it? Hanging out fast through town. I'm on summer break. Okay. I, I work at a school, so I get to, at a university, so I get to have the summer off. Yeah, it's great. To be here for a little bit, which is nice. Super nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of the Sioux Falls? Like the falls themselves. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. Um, I was reading when I, I, so I went to the park last night and I was reading all the little signs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think this stuff is interesting. And that means you're old. Yeah. Well, my dad always told me I was born old, so okay. I, you know, have a little bit of that in me. Okay. It, it was all older people that were reading them besides okay. me. That's true. But just kind of the history of it, but then just kind of sitting in and looking at, I love the sound of rushing water. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, there's something very like calming about it. Okay. And, but it was, it was lovely. I like the, like the different stair steps mm-hmm. of it. It's cool. Yeah. Worthy of naming a city after? Why not? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can roll with it. Okay. All right. So yeah, you know the concept. Yeah. Obviously, you got your two vetoes or two, whatever you want to call them. Okay. I picked out these questions today. I think I'll just start off with talking about Boise a little bit. Great. So here's here's the question. Okay. Do you like the city you live in? Hmm. Why or why not? <laughs> I have a complicated relationship with Boise. Okay. To be honest. Oh yeah. And it's Boise. Boise. Not Boise. Not Boise. Yeah. I'm, I, I am kind of one of those people, admittedly, that's like, it's Boise. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was born and raised, um, about 20 miles outside of Boise, um, in a town called Nampa. Yeah. Um, which is actually where I work now. That's where the university that I work at is. Okay. Um, But I live in Boise. Yeah. And we didn't go to Boise a lot as a child. We did, we would go like once a month, like to go to Costco and Target mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the things that were the big city yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. we were talking about earlier. But right. when I moved away for college, I left very angrily mm-hmm. and not very well. Mm-hmm. And so coming back to Boise um, in 2011, I was really not happy to be there. Mm-hmm. It was very like, the heck are we doing? Like, yeah. Lord, let me go away. Like yeah. you told me to go and now you're telling me to come back. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Boise itself, getting to live in Boise now and having more familiarity with mm-hmm. that with the city itself. I I love Boise. Yeah. It's great. It there is there is a little bit for me that's like, is it is this gonna be what it is? Is mm-hmm. this everything that okay, like that's fine. Or also I like to go explore places and, yeah. and see other things too. But Boise's really cool because downtown is like maybe a 20 minute walk from okay. some really outdoorsy kinds of yeah, things yeah. as well, like the foothills. Mm-hmm. Um, my family spends a lot of time rafting and that's not a difficult okay. drive yep. either, like maybe an hour and a half okay. to, to get somewhere that you can do like world-class whitewater rafting. Sure. And, but Boise, as it's getting bigger, is it's getting more diverse, mm-hmm. which I really like. Mm-hmm. And that also comes with a lot of growing pains. Yeah. I was telling some people this morning, Boise is diverse and very homogenous. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people that are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people now that are really different. And that that's 
beautiful and i really like that falls would be like that maybe not on as big of a scale yeah we've had a decent amount of like immigrant population yeah yeah we're a resettlement community as well um which is great Mm -hmm. i i love that yeah we have there's stickers everywhere refugees welcome okay Um, some people really don't like that and that's no you're right or whatever you want to say on that part Mm -hmm. um but but i do i do love the diversity that is is showing up and and is more prevalent right um but it's it really is a great place there's a lot of like craft beer and craft yeah. coffee it's almost trying to be a mix of seattle and portland kind of okay but also with the like i'm gonna hike in the mountains with my dog later yeah feel in a very different way than those two places sure and so it's kind of a hodgepodge of things and rugged independence <laughs> yeah yeah well that's a very idaho thing yes right yeah yeah so overall good yes like it overall good yeah just every, taking a long time. Every now and again. Yes. I would say a long time. Yeah. Overall good. Every now and again, kind of like a, oh dear Lord, I need to go somewhere else. Oh yeah. But okay. I think that's like. Okay. Kind of, that's like the human experience yeah. a little bit. If you're in San Diego or it's perfect Which is where day. I went to college. Okay. And where I moved back from. Okay. Kind of immediately. So. Got it. That's totally a thing. Nice. I do like the four seasons. That's true. Yeah. That's San Diego, you don't. Nope. We're in short. Yeah. I would miss them if I didn't have them. Yeah. I'm with you. I feel like I should change the order now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the host. You get to do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, you're right. That's right. I don't know the order, so it may not be the answer. And you will answer all these or not. Pro- I mean, <laughs> probably. We'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. That's true. Yeah. So you had said you're on like summer break from work. Yeah. So this question kind of leads okay. from that. What words, let's say three words. Okay. What words best describe the way you spent the last month of your life. Transient. Okay. <laughs> um, That's good. I moved out of my apartment and we don't actually have like the next place that I'm moving to yet. Uh, so all of my stuff went into a storage unit the day before I drove to Sioux yeah. Falls. So okay. I'm like super transient yeah, yeah. at the moment. But I think adventure. Yeah, I would say so. I went to Glacier in the last month. Glacier National Park. Yep. Um, worth it. Love it. Absolutely. No, I'm with you. Anybody that hasn't ever been like. It's money. Yeah. So worth it. Yeah. Go do it. Yeah. Transient adventure. And and I would say, I probably should say therapy, but I'll probably say healing. Okay. Um, I, I've i been in, in a lot of different kinds of therapy over the summer, both for yeah. some trauma, but also for physical therapy. Yeah. Because I fractured a bone in my back. Yeah. That's not supposed to be there. Right. Cool. Um, so, yeah. You're a freak. So, yeah, like weirdo <laughs> over here with an extra bone. Just an overachiever on yeah, all the levels. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I think healing, like the process of of healing emotionally, okay. physically, mentally, yeah. all, all of it together. There's definitely spiritual components to that too. But. Yeah. And yeah. I'm assuming, in my opinion, yeah. like mountains and prairies are great for just yes. personal space and yeah. introspection and absolutely healing. Yeah. Just just those by themselves. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's coincided. The timing of everything that has happened the way that it has, has been really good for all of, for those three things uh-huh. to all be true together. Yeah. Which is cool. That's very cool. Because it's not always that way in life. No. Like maybe you have a job where you don't have some result. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. So question number three, mm-hmm. what is the greatest peer pressure you've ever felt? That, hmm. I might have to think because yeah. I I would give up almost all of my own personal preferences for the sake of of people. Okay. Like if I really don't want to go watch that movie, but that's what we're doing today, I will go do it. 
Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. Um, it's it's only been pretty recently that I've been like, mm, no, like okay. I'm actually gonna like say no to that. Yeah. I'm quintessential people pleaser, who's like I would not put you in, in that category. Recovery. Okay. <laughs> from it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Does it help to go to another question, or would you rather just sit and think? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to peer pressure you. Yeah, into... I, think, I think let's go to another one. <laughs> Actually, this is the most peer this pressure. This is it. This is it. Smitty's like staring at me. <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah. No, I, I think let's, let me think about it. Okay. We'll come back. Back burner. Yes. I'm good at multitasking thinking. So. All right. Good, okay. good. When is the last time you lost your temper and what was it about? The last time I lost my temper. Yeah. I've recently had a short fuse. Okay. Uh, Not traditionally. Um... I think I have more anger than I think I do. <laughs> if that a makes lot, sense. Yeah. Oh, a lot yeah. of people are in that camp. But like, I've just noticed it. Like, okay. I don't know if it's just like the hot weather. So like, I'm already on edge or what. But like sure. working, I just feel like I've been yelling at pedestrians yeah. and people okay. that don't use turn signals. And like, it's annoying, yeah. but I don't need to like have fits of like, rage about that. Lose it. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. The last time that I really was like, okay, I'm like irrationally mad. Yeah was at my jump rope. <laughs> I'm, That's okay. what I get mad at most at is inanimate objects. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Inanimate objects. I'm the same as my dad in this. My dad is the most patient human in the history of the world when it okay. comes to people. Okay. But if an inanimate object yeah. is working incorrectly or something is happening, like, kind of zero to 60, right? Yeah, yeah. He's learned, he's really learned how to, like, deal with that and, like, what he needs to do. But it's funny because you can tell. A few months ago, I started going to a gym. Yeah. I, is CrossFit and I kind of hate that, but also it's like whatever. I have friends in CrossFit. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's there's jump roping involved, mm-hmm. and so I got, I f- finally like got my own jump rope. Right, like I bought one. I committed <laughs> to a jump rope. I know it's really ridiculous. That's a big and commitment. It, yeah, I know. They're a good, like a good one is actually like kind of expensive. Really? They're like fifty bucks. Oh, anyway, okay. it feels like a lot to me. I don't know. I'm for a piece of rope. That you're yeah. gonna like jump over yeah. and literally throw across the room because yeah. you're pissed. Yeah. So, so this guy, one of the guys at the gym, okay. was like, "I'll I'll totally engrave your name in it." So he engraved my name. Okay. In it, which is like that. Actually, like, I'm a really simple. In the person. handle. Yes, in the metal okay. handles. He like laser put mm-hmm. like my name in it, and I'm like, yes, I'm like ready to go. I have this goal about like figuring out how to do double unders by the time it's my birthday in September. And so I'm like practicing, and I am just like lashing myself. Just my arms, not my legs, which is super weird. So I'm like, I'm like a weirdo jump roper doing things wrong somehow. Yeah. And just, and it, it was good. It was good Friday. Yep. And, and I am just like, I show up for the good Friday service. And I just have lashes all over my arms. I was like, whoops. But I was so irrationally mad that I couldn't jump rope the way that I wanted to, that I just was like, it was all I could yeah. do. Oh, I, I get like, it lose my mind yeah. swearing all over the place for sure like, nope so i had to put it down i was like you, this is ridiculous it's a rope like it's a jump rope yeah calm down but yeah. i just like couldn't yeah i was like I, I actually have to like not do this the rest of today right. because i'm gonna like be mad at other people yeah yeah and i just i can't like i'll start lashing other people yes like i will just whip you now because i'm whipping myself and i don't understand and i can't get it right and yeah i just was incredible I believe it. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but it does. Right. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, literally, this does not matter in the grand scheme of your life. Uh, the other night we were talking. Yeah. And you're like, if it doesn't matter in five years. Yeah. 
You don't get to think about it for more than five minutes. Yeah. I'm not always you... very good at that. <laughs> yeah. Do as I say, not as right, I do. Right, right. Yes. yes. Uh, so I'll just do the reverse now, basically. Okay. Question five? I think four. Four? Because... But you skipped one. Yeah, it's on the back okay. burner. Right? Okay. So what's the last thing that made you laugh? Like laugh out loud laugh. Like a good laugh. A good hearty laugh. That's kind of the opposite of like a... Yeah. Probably this morning, actually. Okay. Um, I scared Charles with so my laugh. Ex- to people listening, explain... So I'm staying with um, Dave and Amy Abels, who are your friends as well, Um, long before they were my friends, actually. They have a son named Charles. And so I'm staying in their house. And this morning, it was like thunder and lightning. We were going to go to Good Earth State Park. Okay. And we've postponed that because we were like, well, maybe not while it's just wild. Yeah. So we're all just drinking coffee in the living room. And Charles climbs up. Because uh, I'm sitting in the pink chair, which okay. is kind of his his chair. He likes it, likes to look out the window. There's lightning, whatever. And he, I don't, I don't remember exactly, to be honest, like what he did. He did yeah. something that was playing with my hair or in my face or or something, and he made a funny noise, and I just started laughing, <laughs> just laughing. And I, yeah. I can get pretty loud when I laugh. Okay. And it scared him, and he started crying. Oh no! And I was, and that made me laugh even harder right. a little bit because it's like, yep. Yep. Like, yeah, if I get I'm, it, buddy. I'm kind of a new person for you. And also, like, I'm very loud when I laugh and kind of like when I really get yeah. going for it. And it made me laugh harder. Yeah. Dave, like, took him out of the room. Because he's like, <laughs> like we'll go sorry, buddy. down over here. And I'm right. just like dying laughing. I'll save you great. from this crazy yeah. lady. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a podcast I listened to. I don't remember who it was. But it like they did a, like a whole 50 minute podcast on laughter. Yeah. And like kids laughing and mm-hmm. like how it scientifically like affects your brain. Yeah. It's like, maybe I should just listen to this podcast every day. Oxytocin, man. Yeah. You need that. Right. Yeah. 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 I've laughed a lot more this summer than I have in a long time. And that's been really good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a part of some of that healing mm-hmm. in some ways that has happened. But yeah, it's been a good summer of laughter. Awesome. So now we're to number five. I don't normally count questions during conversations. I know, so right? I like, yeah. yeah. When I'm not doing them in the order that I've put them in here. So like. <laughs> right. Jump around. Let's do it. Yeah. What's something you're looking forward to? Yeah. It could be a little thing. It's sort of interesting to be in the middle of the thing that I was sort of looking oh, forward to. Yeah, that's true. But I'm I'm looking forward to, to being in church again with Dave and Amy okay. on Sunday. Because Dave was your pastor. Dave was my pastor for um, about five years. In Boise. In Boise. And so just worshiping together sure. is really good yeah. and blesses me. Yeah. Um, but also when I get home, um, next weekend is our church family camp and okay. I kind of run family okay. camp. And so I get to do the, like, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to buy food for like a hundred people. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Like push the big orange cart and buy all the things and, and meal plan and kind of put together the schedule of like, who's going to help make what meals and when, and who's staying where. Do you like planning? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. I a few years ago, I took it from Dave. Essentially, I was like, and he hates that. He super hates that, yeah. and it's confused by the fact that other people enjoy mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. And I was like, I'm actually just gonna do this now. Mm-hmm. Cake crate, and it it is a delight to me. My parents always planned our family camp growing up. Okay, and so I was a like I've just been a part of. These are the things that go into making a camp like that 
right. successful and things that if you haven't been exposed to it before, you might not actually think about. Yep. And so it feels very natural to me to do that. And so I, I do enjoy it a lot. Okay. Give me the like elevator answer. Yeah. For, like what's family camp? Family camp is where your church family. Okay. So it's not, so it's not like, like a physical family. No. Okay. It's it's the church family. Okay. But you go, like the idea is you bring your, your family mm-hmm. to go camping with the church family. Okay. And are you and if you're a family of one, like I am, mm-hmm. cool, I show up. And totally cool. That's yep. my family. Like, right. here we are. But it's the church family together in creation, mm-hmm. just like hanging out, fellowshipping, eating food, campfire. Okay. Hang out at the lake. Okay. Good. Yeah. So you got that. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um... I'm actually looking forward to living in a different space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be determined. To be determined. Yeah, right. At some point, I will know where I... So, like, I'm excited to have my own mattress back. I love my bed. <laughs> my bed has been a game changer in my life. And so, I'm like, oh, you're in a storage unit and I am sorry. Mm. But I will have you back and it will be okay. Yeah. You know? It's just, like, weird. But I I am excited to be in a different space. The space that we were in was okay. But I, I live with another um, a teacher... Okay. She's a music teacher. Same school? Um, no, she no. actually is an elementary music teacher. Okay. Yeah, she's great though. She got teacher of the year at her school. She's incredible. Um, yeah. Very fun. We are very ready to not live in that same space. So Good answers. Yeah. Do you want to go back to the other one or still wait? Do you want to hear I, it again? The, well, the peer pressure. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah. I'm, I think one particular that stands out, there are several. I, okay. I actually, as a, I was kind of holier than thou in high school. Okay. And so I didn't yeah. get like invited to parties because everybody knew that I was like, that's actually, I'm not a rule breaker. It gives me incredible anxiety sure. yeah, to yeah, break yeah. rules. I hate it. There was, <laughs> there was a night when I was 17. I think I actually told you about this the other okay. night, maybe. Okay. When I was 17, we, I was with a group of people from church and a few of the girls didn't, didn't come from church families. Sure. Like, yep. um, but so this particular woman was hosting kind of a girl's night and it was like, we're going to play poker and we're going to smoke cigars. Oh yeah. And, but I was 17. And so in my head, I was like, I like, I can't do this, <laughs> but it also growing up Nazarene, um, okay. you don't play with face cards. And yeah. I mean, this, that's, okay. a lot of that has shifted in some ways, right. but you don't gamble. You don't play face cards. You don't smoke. You don't drink. You dance. don't, you don't dance. Okay. You don't, yep. you know, the movies thing had already like passed by the time that okay. I was being raised, but, and I have no like hard feelings about any of that, but, but especially because it came out of a social justice place, but it has, tr- it turned to legalistic for a lot of people and very much for me as a teenager. Can we come back to that statement? Yes. Will you remember that? We can. Okay. Yes. This idea of I'm going to be 17 and like, I'm going to light a cigar off of a candle <laughs> at a poker night. Right. What? Like, yeah. what am I doing? I think because it was something that I hadn't ever been exposed to. Like I knew that I was going to go home and I was going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I didn't exactly get in trouble, but I definitely got caught. Cause my mom, I like came in and like immediately like went to go get in the shower. But it was oh. like, it was like one in the morning when I got yeah. home and my mom was like, why does it smell like smoke? And I was like, Oh, some people were smoking. <laughs> like I didn't talk, totally did not fess up at that time. Yeah. She knows now. Sorry, mom, but <laughs> she knows now. And that's fine. But that, but I remember that just being, that was a real dilemma for me of like, what am I going to do here? Because I want to have this experience that seems oh, yeah. like that seems everyone else is enjoying this and we're in a home. I felt very protected, mm-hmm. but it was also really confusing at that point in my 
like maturity level or yeah. lack of it that development point. or yeah yeah that i was like i'm gonna do this illegal thing yeah everyone else says it's fine is it really fine i'm gonna do it yeah and like i i have i've had to like c- come to peace with that moment particularly yeah so fascinating i can see it no yeah like even still sometimes i'm like oh man i can just like feel like 17 year old melinda being like oh crap like what i really want to do that I shouldn't want to do that. And I really enjoyed smoking the cigar actually. Yeah. And that freaked me out even more. Sure. And so it was just like, yeah. what are you like, what am I doing? What's happening? And then I just decided to just like do it. And like, yeah. you've already committed to this. So just like do it right. and enjoy it and then go home and figure yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yep. So you wanted to come back to my statement about legalism? Yeah. Like you said, like it used to be a social justice oh, area. Yes. So what yeah. used to be the Nazarene stance on those things? Okay, so it's not actually a biblical oh, issue, right? Like you don't because of or addiction or whatever. Yes. Like yeah, so the church originally started off of Skid Row in L.A. And oh, they really? Saw all of these people struggling, and they were like, "We want to be a place where people know that they're not going to be confronted with alcoholic yeah. communion, or they're sure. not going to be confronted with people being like, oh, come over for poker night, and you have a gambling problem, and yeah. or you have you're fighting your way through addiction. You know that we're going to stand with you, okay, and like be sober with you, yeah." So like that's where that's the heart of it, and that's where okay. it came from. And I'm okay. like game on for that. Sure. Great. Because it's about people more that, than yes. It's not actually a scriptural issue that says right. Thou like, shalt not. You smoke. should not do this. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the generation removed from that, mm-hmm. then it kind of became a very legalistic thing. And there's sort mm-hmm. of a movement back yeah, yeah. towards like, hey, this is the heart of it, and we lost it, and we need to come back. Yeah. Which has been beautiful for me to see some of that return to the heart of it because i'm i get that mm-hmm. there, you need to have people that will stand with you like that mm-hmm. and understanding that later has has freed me from a lot of my like i, I call it good evangelical guilt okay um, so that's that's what that statement was gotcha there's even a movement broadly yeah or that people they'll call themselves being sober curious so like huh, they'll okay. do like a month or two. Oh yes you yes know, or like I'm going to try this out, see, see how I happens. feel, yeah. see how my yes. life changes yes. for better or worse. Yeah. Like there's something to, maybe it is something I need to just not do. Yeah. But I, it, as I long think, as it's not a rule, you have to do this. And it and it, it really shouldn't be about being holier than thou. Like, right. That's actually yeah, yeah. a problem. Right. That's a pride issue. Knock that off, 17-year-old Melinda. But, <laughs> but there's, I do think there's something to, scripture says don't get drunk. Sure. So like I can, and I think some of the decision-making factors, you know, go into that side of things. And so that for me has been a clear marker, but also yeah. like to be able to, to find a lot more freedom in, instead of you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. It says live your life mm-hmm. and be aware mm-hmm. of these things. Yeah. And, and that whole moderation thing, I'm a person that has learned some self-control and is like learning that self-control is a real thing. You don't okay. have to eat the whole bag of chips at the same time. You don't have to like, it's not everything is black and white. How does that pair with checking off all the boxes and not wanting to be a rule breaker? Yeah, totally, right? It's hard. Okay. It's hard. I, I'm kind of a walking contradiction. Yeah, that, I mean, we that all- That is just like my whole paradigm. I can I always see the other hand. Yep. There's about 14 to 7 billion other people in the world, right? Most of them have two hands. There's like roughly <laughs> 14 yeah. billion other hands that you could find. Yeah. And I can like find them all, right? For sure. And so I can justify almost anything. For sure. But structure really helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and I've learned how to be a flexible person. And like, mm-hmm. if I have a base, I can be flexible. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like I'm tethered to anything, if I don't have somewhere to be flexible from, mm-hmm. I go whoa, a different yeah. kind of wild. Like yeah, I, yeah. I can't, it like makes me so anxious yeah. to feel like I don't know which way's up or down. If it's just like, I don't know, everything is just like, Bleh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. I think most people are pretty close to you. Maybe. Not every, well. But I think having the like, rules are here for a reason, but you can also kind of start to discern like, is that a reasonable rule? Is it, what's the purpose behind the rule? Right. Okay, I will, I'm more likely to follow rules, but then fight to change them than I am to just like blatantly disregard. Sure. Except for where I'm totally going to blatantly disregard. <laughs> be like, no. Like, I understand that that's protocol or whatever, but no, that's not what is needed in this situation. And I'm going to do this other thing. Okay. Because I think people in relationships become before mm-hmm. rules. Oh, yeah. But me as a person, I'm like, but I need the rules. Right. I need the rules, please. Right. Okay. I mean, the the Good Samaritan was like classic yeah. rule breaker. Totally. But for all the right reasons. Yeah. You know. Game on. I yeah. would hope that I could be that yeah. person at some point. Me too. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I hope in, in that situation, in that type of thing. And I, I have become a lot more free from the like rigid, mm-hmm. like it has to be this or yeah. it's nothing. That's awesome. Um, which, yeah. yeah. Which actually makes life more fun, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Right. Um, but I have a lot of like internal rules mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. so like having to, getting to yeah. actually, getting to engage differently with that. Right. Makes life a lot more fun too. Right. Yeah. I'm actually, well, listening to reading uh becoming michelle obama's book Mm -hmm. and she's kind of like you like she likes a lot of structure checking off the boxes um to know what's expected but uh so like barack is a little bit more (laughs) yeah like i'm i'm hawaiian (laughs) you know just kind of yeah i'll do my thing but yeah so that's interesting like their part like part of her story and their story and really everyone's story. We're all in somewhere of like Oh yeah. Everything rule breaker, better. rule keeper. We're all in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Sorry. I don't that just no, triggered it's great. it just triggered. Yeah. Nothing like a little peer pressure to take you to social justice. So, <laughs> you know. I think this is seven. In one word, how would you describe your childhood? Complicated. That's like three words in one. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how I did that? Yeah. Yeah. Complicated. Okay. I had a really good childhood. Yeah. And I had a really hard childhood. Yeah. Um, I I'm the youngest of three. Okay. But I'm also kind of like the only not firstborn in the family. Oh. So both of my parents yeah. firstborns, my sister's firstborn, my brother's first boy, which is sort of similar. And then there's me. And I'm just kind of like, hello. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what you said as a baby yeah so guys uh i'm here to just like rock your world yeah um but i had a lot of maybe not a lot i shouldn't i shouldn't say a lot i had some some complex medical issues as okay. a kid okay and so starting at about age five there were a lot of like really scary things with my heart oh wow and that Do you have memory of that oh yeah okay yeah so the the first my, my first mer- and maybe my mom will listen to this and be like, that's not how it happened, but this is what's burned into my brain. Yeah, so yeah. I was sitting in the chair watching Fraggle Rock and <laughs> do you remember Fraggle Rock oh, at yeah. all? Yeah. yeah. We had like a dance to the theme song. Yeah. We, uh, so I was sitting there, my mom was paying bills at the counter. We had these stools 
and okay. she was sitting up on it and yep. I started it. So I have supraventricular tachycardia and it's like, I could be sitting here right now and my heart would just 300 beats a minute. Like it hmm. just like freaks out. That so would be I, noticeable. Yeah. So it's like a little change when you're like five years old and all of a sudden you're like, oh, like yeah. what's even happening? And so I, you know, got up and went over to the counter where my mom was and I climbed up the stool and I kissed her on the cheek and I told her I'd see her in heaven. Oh man. And, and I laid down on the kitchen floor and she was like, what are you doing? And Quit playing like, around. Yeah. And I was like, I'm dying. And she kind of looked at me and I had, I had overalls on and she was like, Oh, cause she, she could, could you physically, could see, you could see my pulse like through oh, wow. my overalls. And she, so she got down on the floor and put her head against my chest yep. and like scooped me up and like took me to the hospital. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm afraid. Like, huh. I, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't remember kid. initially being like, well, I just right. remember being like, guess I'm dying. You don't know until you see your parents' reaction. Yeah, like, yeah. apparently I'm supposed to be afraid right now. And so then it took like four years to actually get a diagnosis of what was going on. And yep. so every time that my heart would do that, it was like, get her to the hospital. Like, as soon as we could, we yeah. to get a tracing of the beat pattern. And you have a cardiologist, even though you're like barely a person yet. And like... <laughs> You know, and that just really, I think that shaped a lot of things for me. Okay. Um, which is actually part of the like drama therapy that I've been going through is like, I haven't ever felt safe in my own body. Sure. Um, because it's yeah. a betrayer, right? Yeah. And it only causes you pain. And you had, I, I had bilateral <laughs> bunion repair when I was 13 years old. That's mm-hmm. like an old person thing. <laughs> I had the surgery. And then a couple of years later, my grandma did. And she was like, how'd it go? And I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Like, Grandma, you're going to be fine. It sucks. They, like, drill screws into your bones, and it, like, hurts. Good luck. But also, you're, like, you shouldn't have to do that at 13. Right. Because it's already, like, jacking up your bones, right? Right. And it's fine. I just grew an extra one in my back, so I guess I can't afford it. So there was a lot of those kinds of things that that made my childhood very difficult um, for me. And I felt very... There were a few other things that happened too that I kind of lost my environmental safety at the same time. Uh, I remember seeing a person try to break into our house um, that that same time that my heart stuff was happening. So it was like everything sort of dissipated at the same time, all mm-hmm. my safety. And so then I interpreted that as I'm the dangerous one. Yeah. And so I didn't ever- you're a kid. I didn't tell yeah. my parents anything for like my whole life until like 10 years ago. Um, I never let anybody- know what was really going on everything just i just like well yeah like i have to protect everybody from me oh wow but but also i have incredible parents yeah who who like we had so much fun as kids and we you know we went camping with dad and we did things and we played sports and we um but part of me feels like sad to think about it sometimes because i when i think about my childhood like those like happy things mm-hmm. are always secondary. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sucks. They get like, there's overwhelmed. So many. Yeah. Like there's so many good things. Yeah. But there's also just like this other shit. Yeah. 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 Just like a ton of it. Yeah. And and having to figure out um how to not try to be my sister mm-hmm. and how to mm-hmm. show other people that I wasn't her Mm -hmm. too. And it's so curious because no, like my immediate family didn't ever do that. Well, there were a couple conversations with my mom that were actually really hard where she was like, I don't know how to be your mom. And I was like, well, Jesus gave me to you. So I guess you better figure it out. Oh my gosh. What? Like who says that? Rough, rough. (laughs) 
but also true. Right. You know? So, right. Yeah. yeah. That's and, the closest we ever came to like fighting. Like we didn't like fight or anything. We right. just talk about things. Yeah. Or write letters. And my mom and I, I would write letters to my mom and pass them under the door. Cause I was like, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> I, I can't like say it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm better. What's writing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as good verbally as. Yeah. In, in written word. Yeah. Whatever that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I've learned to be. But I'm so much better if I can just write, right. write it out. So sometimes I I'm te- willing to sometimes say I text. Yeah. Which isn't like doesn't always yeah. like on one hand it, it's easier, but it doesn't always right. accurately Right. It's hard to read tone. Yeah. In writing. And that's and that's one of the things I that's think That's why God gave us emojis. Yay. <laughs> Until somebody's like, what the hell is that? Like, oh. <laughs> All right. My mom the other day was like, I I know these ones, but what is that? Yeah. I was like, mom, it's literally rock and roll. Like, yeah. Okay. It's great. She's trying. She's trying. It's great. Yeah. But yeah. So I, when I think about my, so it is, it feels very complicated mm-hmm. because it was so good. And I wanted for nothing other than security. Mm-hmm. And, it, and like my parents gave me all the security that they could in the whole world. Like it has nothing to do with an actual lack of security, Mm -hmm. but a perceived lack of like my my bedroom window was right at ground level. And so Mm -hmm. after seeing that person try to get in the house, I was like, I can't open my window because Mm -hmm. somebody's face is going to be there. Right. I can't do this. Yeah. But I didn't ever tell anybody. So I slept in my closet for a year (laughs) because I'm insane. Like, okay. And so, and yet there's like so many good things too. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful that I have the family that I do and that like my parents did the best they could to like meet Mm -hmm. us each where we were instead Mm -hmm. of like trying to expect us to be each other. And we got to do, got to go on mission trips and we got to go, I don't know. So yeah. Vacations and Um, are not so much. Not so much. Okay. Uh, My dad was a principal for a long time and we didn't really have the same like spring break as NNU and then, you know, like all the stuff. But we did take a couple of really good trips. Okay. Um, right. I was actually just telling Amy's family about going to Vancouver, Canada, oh, nice. and Victoria. And yeah. I, but we we did a lot of camping, and we did a lot of rafting, and we did a lot of local things that mm-hmm. even a lot of people in Idaho don't necessarily have access to all the time. Sure. So, so I like feel super blessed in that, too. Right. And just like lucky. It's not always... I'm so complicated. Yeah. I have a distinct memory. So I, I was born in Minnesota... We moved okay. to Michigan from when I was two until seven, eight, okay. and then moved to rural South Dakota. But in Michigan, our house got broken into a couple of times. And I have a distinct memory of seeing the glass broken yeah. in the door. And like years later, like I, if someone was at the house without me knowing, like I would kind of have this trigger of like, maybe they're the one that broke the window on the door. Totally. Like... And so I can kind of relate to like connecting that, even though it has nothing to do with me. (laughs) Yeah. And and I had a secure home. Like it didn't mean. It was like, I just didn't, like I failed to protect them. Like you're five years old. Shut it, you weirdo. Like, yeah. Yeah. what? Yeah. It's been really curious to kind of go through some of that with my trauma therapist and her be like, yeah, that, that's, that, that doesn't make any sense. Like, duh. Like, yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Didn't know I was going to get that answer. There you go. Okay. It's great. Uh, I need a little break. Yeah. Cool. It is like. It is hot Sauna. Yeah. All right. We're back. We're a nice little break. Stepped outside. Yeah. Watched the squirrels. Yes. Squirrel. Singular. Yeah. I learned the squirrels make nests. Yeah. We did. It's great. It was great. 
Let's go with what was number seven. Okay. We have three more. No. So eight, nine, ten. Number eight. What's the most enjoyable thing your family has done together in the last year? In the last year. Or maybe you haven't all been together in the last year. We have. Okay. We have. My family doesn't do a ton together, so. Okay. That's why I needed to sure. specify. Most of my family lives right in Nampa. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. My sister lives a couple hours east, but we get to see them fairly often. Okay. Pretty regularly, so it's not too bad. I think Christmas is always, obviously, okay. like a big thing. But we do, my family does something a little bit different on New Year's or Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. We have a big waffle brunch. Nice. Um, so we make Belgian waffles from scratch. Okay. Um, so like, you know, you beat the egg whites till they're uh -huh. stiff and you fold them in and you do the whole thing, right? Nice. So... And we, this started, we figured out this is year, oh shoot, now I'm going to forget, 25? Of doing this? Yeah. 22? It might be year 22. Okay. That This last one that just passed. But we we all just take turns mm -hmm. making waffles, doing the thing. We have like ham and fruit salad and all. Okay. And so it's kind of stressful in some ways because you we're like buy ho hosting all of this stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, we start like getting things like in September. Yeah. Okay, we're just every month you just like buy a little bit okay. so that it's not all just and now you're feeding 100 people. Um Oh, 100 oh, people. Yeah. So that's part of the thing about it <laughs> that makes it so fun and so it's wild. It's like 12. It's not like yeah. and here's the seven of us and yeah. whatever. It is a drop-in thing. This, oh. this last year we we had I think it ended up being 103 people oh, come through our house. Yeah. Uh, my parents' house. Yeah. Um, and it it is just a delightful thing that my family all prepares for together. Yeah. And then enjoys together. We all take one for the team where there needs to be something. If it's like, like you need to, we need to hurry up and like get a couple more like fresh waffles going. Or if it's, you know, yeah. I got your back. Like you're talking, cause you're talking to this person mm -hmm. because you should be. Yeah. Let's not burn waffles. Like, okay. So it's, it's kind of this dance mm -hmm. um, between all of us that is really fun. Yeah. And my parents tried to not do it, if, I don't know, 11 years ago or something. And we all like revolted. Like, we no. Like, uh, excuse you. Like, right. absolutely not. We're doing this. And so, and then kind of afterwards, we clean a few things up and we all just kind of like crash in the living room yeah. together. And oh, then Christmas sure. day is usually like really low key. We don't go anywhere. We don't do anything. But it's. It's one of those things that always sort of like grounds us back together. Mm -hmm. of we're all here. We're all still like, the, it's the five of us that is my immediate family. Okay. And, then, and then my siblings are both married. Yeah. And my sister has two kids. It's the five of us, but it's also more than that now. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's kind of a thing for all of these other people too, yeah. right? And so I just that just brings me a lot of joy to be able to do that with my family right. for other people. So that's like, what, 10 till noon yeah we the first people usually start showing up sometime around 9 15 okay the last people usually leave sometime around 1 or 1 30 okay yeah yeah that's cool yeah i like it yeah number nine what is your favorite sound my favorite sound do you have a favorite sound? i think the first thing that comes to mind is like a child's laughter right but, oh yeah but also i think since my niece was born Mm -hmm. um, she was born on my birthday. Um, That's fun. It is fun. Yeah. I struggled with it at first, to be honest. We're totally like best friends. Yeah. Like she just, she's the best. And yeah. um, she was born on my 25th birthday. And so when she says, I love you, Aunt Melinda, uh, yeah. I think regardless of what 
she like sent me a little video the other day yeah took my sister's phone and sent it to yep. me like there's just something about her uh-huh. response and and her desire to love me uh-huh. and the way that she like so so hearing that in her voice i think is probably but also like crunching leaves oh yeah to like go totally like not yeah whatever i'd crunching leaves least favorite sound ticking clocks oh my word clocks <laughs> that tick dear heavens help us all hate them but super love crunching leaves yeah. and my niece victory telling me she loves me the sound that i i'm gonna say love but i don't know if it's love or not yeah <laughs> and it's really weird so the beeping sound a forklift makes yeah it's like Totally. Like I'll literally catch myself. So as I'm delivering, so sometimes it's warehouses and yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'll catch myself whistling along to some random forklift. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Why? It's the soundtrack of your life. I right? get, yeah. Just like that yeah. beeping backup noise. Yes, totally. I, I can hear it actually yeah. right now. Yeah. I guess that's my favorite sound because I catch myself doing that sound all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, also rapids i think rap yeah that's i'm getting to there's too many yeah i love i love sound i love all the sound except for ticking clocks dear lord help us all <laughs> you just want to like take a bat to a clock i do yeah. i really do like i searched for a long time for the clock for my office because i love analog clocks yeah but they tick yeah and it makes me crazy to sit in there and like try to be a counselor while this ticking is just like destroying my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found Taking really, all your attention. Yes, yeah. because I'm so auditory. I'm so sound sensitive. We would have staff meetings in my boss's office with a ticking clock. And every day she'd be like, I know you hate the clock. We can move on. Because I just I would have to come in and like acknowledge the clock and be like, okay, adjust it to your sound. Okay, now, now I can Give like Give it the listen. finger. Yes. <laughs> I, it's like a thing in our office because I just absolutely hate them. I think you have a, a new sound. That the you cicadas. discovered here, yeah. Yes, the, the cicadas. cicadas. I think I saw one. Okay. I think I saw a dead one. I still don't know what they look like. It was kind of wild looking. I was like, Amy, is this a cicada? And she's like, I don't actually know, but maybe. Like a giant moth? Yeah, kind of. It's Slash like... dragonfly? Yeah, I, don't, like... I honestly don't know. It was wild. Anyway. But we were hanging out the other night when we were hanging out. Yes. You basically made us stop talking. You guys hear that, right? Like, <laughs> we're like, I, no. Like, what? And I'm like, like oh, the cicada. Yeah, I guess, I guess we hear that. It sounds like an alarm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, there's something that's like, but it's so built into our, that was my first thought when I heard it. Yeah. Like, there's a storm alarm or there's a storm, like, right. Is that a thing here? I don't know. Cause I'm like in the mid, is there a missing child somewhere? Yeah. (laughs) Amber alert. Yeah. What's what's happening? It's just a cicada. Amy was like, I don't even hear it. And then you guys were all like, I don't even hear it. Like, oh, that's what you're talking about. I can like actively hear them right now. Absolutely. Oh, I bet if we're quiet. It is, it is an interesting sound. I don't hate it. I don't know that I love it. No. I should just say a new sound. It is an it's a it's a new sound to my yeah. sound vocabulary. <laughs> just gonna store that sound away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll show up in a dream at some point. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question ten. Okay. What simple fact do you wish more people understood? That's a really good question. Yeah. It's okay to smoke cigars. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe smoking a cigar is not going to be the end of your life. Most likely. Well, yeah. Well, maybe this is something that I wish I understood a little better too. It's actually okay to say what you want. Yeah. It's actually okay. Like it's the like, communication mm-hmm. is key. Like communication is what changes the world and your life and whatever. Like, and it doesn't even have to be a difficult thing. It's actually okay. It's just like say the things. And on the reverse, 
also okay to say things that you don't want. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but that the idea that like communicating makes the difference. Yeah. And it doesn't sometimes it's terrifying, but sometimes it actually doesn't have to be. Right. Yeah, and not just like a relationship, like work. No, it could be anything. Like just stating what you want at yeah. work. Yeah. Right. Can be helpful. Yeah. Or wherever. I would I would like to walk to the left this time. Okay, let's walk to the left. Like yeah. it's probably not even really a big deal in a lot of situations. Um and some are very delicate. Communicating needs to be sure cared for well. Yeah, you but... don't want to be a dictator about it. Right. Also. Yeah. Right. But like, it's actually okay to like have a want or a desire or whatever and to, to express it. To communicate that. It's good. I think we're done. Yeah, we did it. Uh, I usually like open floor. It's like anything you want, wanted to like shoot back. And if there's not, you don't have to. But I'm, I more have wondered, like as I listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. What are you finding out about people that makes you want to keep doing this? I don't know if it's just our culture or the time in history that we're in, <clears throat> but I really don't think people know each other very well. Yeah. Had I not asked you to come do this, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have known 80% of what you just said. Yeah. And and I think, I think we have a bit of... Um, fear or trepidation about letting people get to know us Mm -hmm. but partly just because there's never just a moment to just like explore that um without a quote being weird right right because in theory in theory we should know each other better than ever because social media you can say whatever you want and you can say anything you could post a picture of anything like so in theory, I should, well, I guess I'm not really on social media, Instagram, that's it. But uh, yeah, I think we don't really know each other. Yeah. Um, so are you finding that getting to know people, like some of the silly things, some of the whatever, like is refreshing? Is that, has that been a good thing for you to have? Oh, for me? Yeah. Yes. I'll re-listen to episodes mm-hmm. five, six times. Yeah. Because I do get enjoyment out of yeah. the stupid thing I said, even sure. in the middle of a conversation. So, yeah. Is it changing the way you interact with people outside of the podcast? I don't think so. Okay. I think I'm, in general, I'm just willing to talk about anything with anybody. I think that's true. And so, even like, yeah. you know, the, the person that I see twice a week on a delivery, like, I'm willing to just let the conversation go wherever it might lead to which is kind of which is kind of the format of this yeah so this just feels like a more intentional yeah share with the world right cross-section of your life right yeah right yeah that's fair um i'll leave it at that yeah yeah awesome okay well thanks for letting me do this yeah it's great the heck are we doing you don't know until you see your parents just smoke cigars right is that a thing here i don't know know.